Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Fucking bitches. Hello and welcome to Lady Journey. <laughs> Lady Journey. Oh um, my god. We were just talking about our experience on the Taste Buds podcast. We received a huge amount of hate from it online. Um, we were being virtually heckled by um, many people all many across people. the spectrum of conservative, the conservative right. <laughs> they hated the joke I made about being pro-choice for Twinkies. Yes. And um, we will be getting into it on the Patreon. Yes. So if, if you, you want to. Yes. Go and. Yes. If you want the juicy details behind the, the scenes. hot goss. The tea will drop hot. Yes, it will. And on our Patreon. And we've also done behind the scenes for many other things. We did a behind the scenes for our Nikki Glazer live episode. So um, join our Patreon to find out how that went awry. Nothing to do with Nikki. She's a saint and a beautiful woman. And we yeah, worship it's her. It's more establishment we were dealing with yes so patreon five dollars that's our five dollar membership baby and we you, have you get all the behind the scenes gossip you get three tiers on patreon okay if you want to come to our weekly live interact or monthly live interactive episode ten dollars and if you join our twenty dollar tier you get a mug okay need i say more but there is more you also will get free tickets to either of our shows if and when we are in your town which you know, I'm all over the country. So is Sarah. I was just in Colorado. I was in Boulder. Yeah. I was in Los Angeles. I'll be in Hartwell. By the time this comes out, I, my Hartford, Connecticut will be done. Hartford, Connecticut. The big, the big bleaks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those major cities. Yes. Yeah. And also, so for our $5 Patreon member, we do um, have stones. We do a stone dedication for you if you join our $5 tier, just to let you know what kind of stone we get from your first name. This yes. is the vibe that I get. And so today we've got Natalie. I want to dedicate this quartz crystal to Natalie. Quartz is like the grounder. You know, this I is. I think it's like the, found, if you're coming in. Into the crystal world, I think you start with the quartz. Start with the quartz. It is such a rudimentary stone, and I and I found I thought of this for Natalie because it's powerful. It's powerful, and it charges your energy. And I charged this on my windowsill in the moonlight. <laughs> okay, I so. didn't. I didn't. But what if I had? <laughs> as though you I'm lazy enough. <laughs> yeah, as though I'm not lazy. You're like I didn't have time to do that, so I put a flashlight over <laughs> it for Just about five minutes. I held it into a lamp. <laughs> Um, but I do want to say though, this crystal, I got this, um, I bought this in probably like 2015. I was in a toxic relationship at the time. No one will be named. And I was really depressed. I borrowed a book from my roommate at the time, Nina. Um, it was called thoughts or things. And it was a really great book from the twenties. Uh, about how like each time you have a thought it sends an electrical impulse through your mm. brain so you have these ideas that like oh I'm having a negative thought it's not something that exists but actually each time you have a negative thought reinforce a negative thought it's carving a pathway in your brain and we know that that's true from other different science things that I won't corroborate um, but so it, and it was really like this ancient book like over 100 years old that's basically saying that so I bought this crystal at that time to just get my energy up and to think positive. And so that's why I'm, I'm sending this one to Natalie. Go girl. Quartz crystal. I like uh, this one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really smooth. 
And now this one I just got from when I was in um, Fort Collins, Colorado on an upcoming episode. I will be detailing my trip to Fort Collins, FOCO. And this is a selenite marble. I always wanted a piece of selenite. And now I finally got to add one because they have a freaking ton of crystal shops in FOCO, mm. Fort Collins, Colorado. Of course. So I went in one. It was gorgeous. They had like these in- incredible like jadeite dishes that you could buy. With I was like, I almost bought a set of goblets. I'm like, okay, well, slow down. Just get one marble. You were in your luteal phase. Yes, yes. <laughs> My luteal phase was causing me to make some swift decisions. Um, but this one, I'm, I'm dedicating this one to Gretchen. Okay, selenite is a stone of the um, third eye chakra. It looks like it. Oh, uh, hello, girl. This stone gives wisdom it helps ground you and gives you intuition as well so that one's for Gretchen and then we also have Lauren Lauren thank you so much for joining the Patreon now this one I have not done a natural element before this is a stone that was found by an ex-boyfriend toxic yes but the stone itself will not have taken on any of his energy how did he find it he went on some kind of trip with friends i remember i was not invited clearly and he was i think in like the american southwest okay and just kind of like finding little pieces and he knew i love stones so he found this for me and i think it's it's kind of cool, right? I I when I saw this where you were talking about the other rocks, I actually was like looking at this and I was like, Oh, I think I could I would love my bathroom in this. Oh yeah, it's a gorgeous shade of like just a slight light pink. I think it's some kind of alabaster. I did look that up before. Um I don't know what the magical properties of alabaster are, but it is a really fun I love that it just came from nature and it wasn't like this one was just like you know, um, raised in captivity, yeah. <laughs> tumbled as it were. I was thinking it'd be funny if he did tell you he found this in nature, but you know how like people have r- lots of rocks in their front yard <laughs> that they yeah. buy from a nursery. It's gravel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, just a little piece of gravel. So this one, it's got a gorgeous, yeah. It's, it's got gorgeous. jagged edges though. It's, it's very, a weapon. Oh, it is such a weapon. I carry it in my pocket on the way home. Mm-hmm. And so this one's for Lauren. So thank you so much, Natalie, Gretchen, and Lauren, our new Patreon members. We so appreciate you. Yes. And we will see you on our bonus episode about what went horrifically wrong on our Taste Buddies episode. <laughs> taste Buds. I keep calling it Taste Buddies, whatever it's called. You get it. Two buds who taste things, yeah. of which we were not. Yeah. We are the enemies. <laughs> Um, so yeah. yeah, now today I'm, oh, I'm really excited about the, um, lady journey that we're on today because I did get a fan request from, um, someone who emailed in and this fan request is New York city highlights for, you know, I've done like parent trip to New York. That was one of yeah. my big ones last year. This is highlights for people who are coming to New York as comedy fans. As, okay. Cause that's a different game. E- oh my gosh. It's a different game. Cause that's a question we get asked a lot. And I, there are go-tos and then there's places I'm like, I feel like people don't know about. Yeah. There's definitely some go-tos. Like everyone wants to go to the comedy cellar. So we're going to set it in and around that. Yeah. People, I I have told you this before. I've said this many times. I'm off Airbnb. I'm so over it. I don't ever want to stay in another Airbnb. They're overpriced and you don't really, some of them, they just put up partitions, like particle board partitions. And you realize that you're. There's a guy next to you coughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> especially in New York City, like you have you have the delusion that you want to go like West Village Airbnb, like have the morning with coffee. 
if you come to New York, I have to say West Village, an amazing place to stay. Don't get an Airbnb. Don't do Airbnb. Go to stay at the Jane. Have you been to the Jane? I haven't been to the Jane, but when I first moved here, my first job, I worked at a boutique hotel on 44th Street, mm-hmm. and it's called it was called the Mansfield, and it was a historical building. And you could get really good deals, and there are all kinds of these hotels all over the city. I mean, on almost every block, yeah. there is a boutique hotel, and a lot of them do give you good deals. They just don't maybe have as many amenities. Yes. But who's working out at a at a hotel gym? Go boutique. It's the saddest place, yeah. and you're walking everywhere, so you don't need a lot of amenities. You just want, like, one comfortable area to sit while you meet other people. Yes. To have a tea or something. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to be out and about. Like, New York is not – it's a city adventure vacation. Like, it is not a place you come to relax. Yes. it is impossible. <laughs> I haven't relaxed in 15 years. Yes, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say the Jane is a great one, or Sarah's right. Like, look, go boutique hotel – and what you can do, because if you're coming for comedy, the cellar is open all the time. All the clubs are open every weekend. So I would plan, I would look at the hotel and look when the rates are low and go that week. Yeah. Don't go December. Don't go Thanksgiving week. Do, go like the off months, which is like um, uh, Summer, early November. Right. Yeah. July. Um, February. March. Yeah. February is a fun time in New York. I have to say, like, you do have to bundle up, and I wouldn't recommend if you're from, like, Florida or something. Yeah. But the, the, there is an appeal of visiting New York City in the wintertime because there's a ton of inside stuff and it's geared towards being warm. Yeah. It looks cozy. Like, that's what I love about this cellar is when you go into the olive tree, it's the lighting is dim. It's got dark wood. It's got amazing pencil sketchings everywhere yeah but it has this vibe of like every Cozy. we're doing and it's lively yes yeah and there's hot toddies there's warm apple pie like yeah. all the dishes are hot borscht yes borscht like stews that you can get yes so, um it's great it's great for that cold weather if you do come to the comedy cellar i recommend having a little dinner at the olive tree the food is good up there can i make a suggestion you might disagree with me but sometimes i think being all that we're regulars there on a very regular <laughs> very regular semi-regularly that i actually find sunday shows are when you're likely or weekdays are when you're going to get maybe a celebrity drop in yes that's true i would not go on the weekends hoping for a celebrity i actually would not recommend going there on the weekends unless you are able to make a reservation and have plans to wait in line. Well, and this is one reason I think is because there are still a lot of great comics on the weekend, but there's a lot of the top dogs are, um, they are on the road on the weekend. Yeah, so you're less like us. We're traveling. Like <laughs> We're out there. <laughs> We're out you're there. You're less likely to see a huge celebrity on a Saturday night. And yes. people don't realize that because those people if if it's Aziz Ansari on Saturday he's not at the cellar he's sold out a theater if he feels like performing yeah so you're gonna get and then you're gonna get the top like the guy like the ones that the comedy fans are so like will cream in their pants for they'll be working on newer material yes they will so it's exciting because I always feel like Dave Chappelle would stop in on Sundays yeah Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'd say that's great advice. Sunday or Monday. Yeah. And if you're staying around the West Village, I mean, you could go a couple times. You could pop in. My other West Village 
spots are oh my oh love this place bouvet have you ever been there mm, no but like oh I my need gosh. to be educated bouvet is this like it's a very small you have to make a reservation if you go there it's a really small little very authentic french restaurant they have a small very french menu bouvet is perfect for like that new york city west village brunch but you could also do dinner there dinner and drinks so yeah bouvet is so fat fantastic the Garrett is a cocktail bar above a Five Guys. So if you do like a little post-dinner, if you're staying in the West Village and you're doing post-dinner or post-show drinks and snack, go to the Garrett. Again, the more you can go like Monday to Thursday, the easier everything is going to be. There's never an empty bar in New York City. Yeah. I also suspect your hotels will be slightly less during the weekdays. Go Monday to Thursday, I have to say. It's also, here's the thing that, because I, I, you have friends that come in and they're usually here for the weekend, which I get because it's like when they can get time off. Mm-hmm. But public transportation, there's not as many cabs around anymore. Yes. Um, they're all kind of down on the weekends so it's and there's not as many so it's easier to maneuver around the city on the weekdays it's so much easier you will thank yourself and I think a lot of people have this uh, idea that New York City kind of like shuts down on like Monday Tuesday Wednesday like any other small town it is there will be I mean if especially if you go to the comedy cellar like you'll still be waiting in line on Monday on Sunday it does not matter my other West Village spot that you must go to, Spoonto, my favorite little pizza place. Spoonto is really classic, thin crust New York City pizza. They have a ton of amazing varieties. If you go Monday, the happy hour, you get a bottle of wine and then you get a free pizza. Oh, I had no idea. Ugh. I am so clueless on like going out in the city. Yeah. Because we're... I'm only just used to like, I'm going to go do my spots and I'm going home. Yeah. I'm not spending any money on anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm usually the same, but I do like, I like to go to restaurants and since I'm over there in that area, like Mike and I will try to hit up, we'll try to do like deals, you know? You know what I really like also is Cafe Robola next door to the cellar. Oh my God. That, that is a great place actually for just a little like nip of like a little, cannoli or like a little glass of wine don't sit outside though do you not will sit get outside. panhandled every 30 seconds absolutely and they can get quite aggressive yeah if there's not room inside then i would not recommend sitting outside yeah especially if you're coming if you you know if you're coming in february you're not going to want to be outside anyway yeah. but just any place that is on the block of mcdougall i would be careful going there late at night because it does get a little sketchy yeah, and it's not even like homeless people are fine. It's just you're getting some mentally unwell people that yes. are in desperate measure. Yes, that's that's part of it. And then also it's because it is so close to the NYU campus, you're also dealing with a lot of really hammered young people. Yes. And so, you know, as a woman, you just don't want to be there. Like, I wouldn't walk. <laughs> you don't well, ever want to go there. Yeah. Our New York City highlight. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's really safe if you're a man. So those are my West Village spots. But now, if you're a comedy fan, you don't just want to go to the comedy cellar. No. Well, because there's tons. You know what's weird, though? As like, I can't think of that many independent shows anymore. There used to be so many. I think, like, post-pandemic, a lot of that stuff is really shut down. 
there i think one of the good ones to go to that there's one on saturdays or fridays sesh comedy i think you can sesh, catch some like yeah. up and coming comics that one's in chinatown that one is a cute a cute spot especially if you're wanting to do something like close to like lower east yeah it's a very small space and they do sell out so you have to get tickets online yeah Sesh is a good one. Another kind of underground one is the barber shop, uh, oh, which yeah. is East Village. Yes. Um, so that's a good one, too. Although I will say, like, my other picks, if you are coming just to see comedy, I would say go to Gotham Comedy Club. Yes. Gotham Comedy Club does have some of the, a lot of the same people as the seller. But the thing I love about Gotham is, like, it's a huge space. And it's never oversold, and you're never going to feel like you're a sardine crammed in. Yeah, it's, I, most of us consider it, it's a club room in the city. It's yes. a room that you would find outside of the city, but it's in the city. And it's lovely and classy, and you can kind of, like, dress up and just feel like yes. you're being welcome. Like, all the ushers, like, they all wear suits, and it's just, like, the vibe is very high-end. It is, and they're very professional, and I actually like, I love the staff at I Gotham. I love them. And actually, one of the staff at Gotham told me that she listens to Lady Journey. Really? We have a journey or amongst them. Yeah, I'm like hugging her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God oh, bless you. You're the chosen one. Now, if you go to Gotham, this is um, m- what I may do with my parents if I get booked at Gotham. <laughs> Knock on wood during when they're here. So I'd say go to Gotham. I'd say early show, 6 p.m. Then you make a dinner reservation across the street at Italy. Yes, Italy is my favorite place to think is the worst place to work and answer phones. Oh my gosh, it's probably thank an you for calling Italy. <laughs> you have to say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm Buongiorno. <laughs> but Italy is a great place for you do do la pizza and la pasta for dinner, and then you're you're hammered, and then you can just stroll around the store and have little nibbles and buy whatever you feel like a perfect eggplant that costs eighteen dollars. It is really a fun experience. Oh, it's, it's like delightful. It's Equivalent to Chelsea Market was like that. Yes. Yeah. It's very Chelsea Market. If you like food, yeah. these are places that you will enjoy. And Italy is a good place to shop for gifts, honestly. Like yeah. if you want to give like food gifts for Christmas, 100%. Now you're also going to want to go to New York Comedy Club, another club that Sarah and I frequent. Irregular. I love New York Comedy Club. Um, it's one of my favorite spots to perform. And also it's... It's a, a great of, room. Yeah, a lot of great comics stop by there. Great comics. I would recommend going to the New York Comedy Club on East 4th. Yes. They have two locations, one in Gramercy. The Gramercy one is great. It's the original space. It's my favorite room. It's the best for a lot of great laughs. But yes. unfortunately, like I don't know, might be naive about this, but... There's not a lot of fun shit to do around that That's area. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, there are some restaurants in that area. Like, if you go to the one in Gramercy, maybe the restaurant Coppola's would be good. Me and Mike just discovered it, and we love it. And our waitress told us that Nicholas Cage eats there all the time, which his true last name is Coppola. So I, I think know. maybe he owns it. I have not. Maybe he's a silent partner. We don't mm-hmm. know. We maybe are going that's back. That's what she was trying to tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going back to get the scoop. <laughs> um, but I would say go to New York Comedy Club East 4th because then you can go to an amazing East Village staple, Veselka, which is you cannot miss it if you're coming into town because it was in Louie. Is in Louis. I it's just a it's a Polish, right? Or Ukrainian? Ukrainian, yeah. So yeah. You can support. Do your part to support the war. You can get pierogies. You get pierogies. This is what, oh my can god! I, I tell love you though, do not get the Ukrainian dessert. 
Ooh, it was what was like, that? It tasted like sweet dirt. Ooh, yucky! I've too never had dessert there. I had a slice of carrot cake there that was very mediocre. Desserts in a diner, I've yet hit to or be miss. Like, hit or miss. I, unless you're serving me hot cobbler. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather just forego the dessert in a diner and have like a pastry in the daytime or a cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake can't doesn't go, wrong go with cheesecake. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I like the pierogies. Pierogies are unbelievable. Also, they have borscht there. Borscht but, is so good in the winter. Oh, my gosh. It warms you up. At Viselka, what I love to get, my favorite thing if I eat there at nighttime, I get a ham and gruyere on sourdough grilled cheese that with this wonderful. incredible like fig jam that yeah. they put on it. And then it comes with a side of little cup of tomato soup, which is so incredible. It's so good. Oh, yeah. my God. I want to go there right now. I know. I'm starving speaking, from I'm Viselka. Like, <laughs> like, starving. Oh, and it's so good. when you go, you actually feel like you're in a – very uh, like a New York staple. It's like, very New York. Yeah, you're, you can legitimately say it like, like, oh my god, it feels like we're in New York. It feels like we're doing a quintessential New York act thing. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. It feels like the next thing you'll do is go to CBGBs right after, uh, even yes. though that doesn't exist, and it's a John Vartos or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rebranded. But Viselka, I also will say you could get great breakfast there too. Yeah. It's a great, it's so delicious. So those are my picks. If you're coming to New York for comedy, make sure you go to Gotham, go to Italy, spend the most time in the West Village, stay at the Jane, or do some other kind of boutique hotel. I'd say like a good, a reasonable rate to look for a hotel is between $250 and $300 a night. Anything more, you don't need to pay that much. Anything less, I would be very careful about where you put your suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it, that's the th- when I worked in the hotel, like uh, every hotel does have one or two rooms that are dealing with the bed bug situation. Yeah. It's so be prepared. Be prepared. Do not put your clothes in drawers. Right. What's the I I just put my in any hotel situation. I just put my bag in the bathroom and yeah. I just leave it in the bathroom and I just keep all my stuff in there. Yeah, it is a situation. Yeah. I haven't heard it be as bad lately. Yeah, but I did. That was one of the inside trade secrets I found out about From hoteling. Yeah, and and also I would say be really careful when you come to New York to read the. Um, reviews of the hotel if you're not going on personal recommendation because of the pandemic some of the hotels are now shelters Mm. which is great and I support that it's I you know I want people to have a home but sometimes they are also still operating as hotels yes so you want to just be on the lookout for your own safety of where you're staying yes re-trip advisor I have stayed at the Hilton on the Avenue of the Stars, 6th Avenue. Ooh, yes. It's not bad. And if you're a Hilton Awards award, award member or whatever, they give you points. Yeah. It, you, I think you can use them there. And I would say I do have a good hotel that I use sometimes by me. It is by New York Comedy Club Gramercy, although I don't know that I would recommend staying in that area because there's more fun stuff in the West Village and it's so much more New York-y. Yeah. Um, but it is the um, Spring Hill Suites Marriott and it's brand new. They've just renovated. They've just opened. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of hotels in yeah. the city and they're smaller than the ones you see yeah. when you're in, in another state and they're just as good and you can get really good deals on those. Yes. Yeah. And again, look, don't plan and then look, look and then plan. Because yes. if you, 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 it might be like randomly, it's like $700 a night and then you don't want to get caught up in that. No. 
So, yes, come to New York and don't forget to give us a little message. Let us know you're in town and you want to see us at the Comedy Cellar or wherever we may be performing that night. Yeah, if you give us a message, we can at least figure out, give you places that we'll probably be at. Yes, we yes. never know. Line up subject to change. Subject to change or it get bumped. But I haven't been bumped in a while. No, I, I haven't, haven't been on either. a lineup where there's yeah. a celebrity coming in. I I was at the cellar recently and I was going on at the comedy cellar. This was a couple months ago and I could see at the comedy cellar in the back there's monitors, you know. I could see it was um Dave Chappelle and Trevor Noah and they were moving from room to room and I was about to go up and I was like, "Oh dear god, I'm about to get bumped." I could just see them moving closer yeah. and closer. But I got a, I got on before they came around. Yeah, so. you don't want to go in after uh, no, you don't. I know. Oh, <laughs> who did I have to go on? I had to follow Aziz Ansari, and I was like, and now another celebrity. <laughs> me. But they were lovely. The crowd really, um, you know, they loved me. They always do. Well. Unless I'm unless I'm on Taste Buds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, they get excited. They're like, we just had, they're happy because they just saw, they're like, yes. we saw a celeb. Our night has been made. And so anything after that is pleasantly just awesome. Ravy. Yeah. Um, no. So I co I co sign on all those recommendations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good to be in the know. Um, but we are, um, guys. This leads us to our next journey. We are heading into the seasonal era. Oh, time period we're of in the, the year. Seasons. We've just had it's a sprint to Christmas. It, oh, oh, let me add them. <laughs> I'm very excited for this year because I've actually done a lot of pre preparation with my trip to Rome and then all of my other trips that I've been on I've got I have all my Christmas presents already I know I've been thinking about I've started already bookmarking stuff I've seen advertised to me that I think are good gifts I found there's a gift that's a bird feeder that Ooh. will take photos of the birds that oh, stop by that is very high tech I love it and so I just feel like that's fun for your suburbanites it's just a fun little shits and giggles kind oh, of gift look at this bird yeah <laughs> we can all get together and look at the birds that went to your feeder but I just like that's the kind of shit that you I feel like you got to start being mindful about gift worthy I have a worthy. great gift for my dad oh which I think sometimes he listens so I will not say it but I will tell you privately on the Patreon uh, on the Patreon I will say it yeah <laughs> my dad is not on there sadly um but yes I love I do love holiday stuff and, and you're getting kind of into seasonal decor is that right yeah so this is my game plan this year is like I want to be that house or apartment that you, and you walk in you're like oh simmer pot wow oh, oh my god but here's the thing though it's like I don't have enough storage space to have uh, to keep track of seasonal decorations. Yeah, I hear that. Um, so I saw ideas on TikTok about like thrifting and then I'm afraid of thrifting decor because then as we said, like you get thrift eyes yes. and now you have a bunch of unmatched. gross trash on your yeah. table. <laughs> you have unmatched, an unmatched nativity scene. <laughs> One person is a Barbie. <laughs> Jesus is a Lego. Yeah. I know. And then it's like, okay, you're going... Decorating from October to Thanksgiving. I actually think you can probably coordinate Thanksgiving and Christmas to line up the same decoratively. Yes, because it is a lot to take out everything and then put it all away within the span of three weeks. And then yeah. if you leave it up too long, then that comes becomes like a, you know, a, a sign that you're not well. Yeah. <laughs> People come into your house and it's like Valentine's Day and they're like, oh, it's nutcrackers. Really? Wow. 
Yeah. Now, my mom, every year, shout out mother, um, she has a collection of uh, almost probably over 100 nutcrackers. And she would get them out. They were like the J.C. Penny or like the Macy's Holiday Land, like special collection. She gets them every year. She loves them. But she really does every year, takes them down and puts them all up. And she does it, you know. That's a thing I think that can be really fun if you're intentional about decorating of yeah. like, let's all, and, and if you have kids as well, like, let's get together and decorate the apartment. And it becomes a fun, like, hygge activity yeah. to do together. Music. Yeah. Play a little Mariah Carey. Yeah. A little, some maybe jazz standards. That makes me feel cozy when I oh. put some jazz on. And have like a little light hot a apple cider. Oh, yes. yeah. Candles. Yeah. So I think that's the fun of like being a decor person. Yes. And I think I'm trying to go through as I this is last minute in my idea of like wh- what are some staples and I think maybe like a wreath, a, a wreath on the door, absolutely wreath. How about like a strand of lights? I feel a strand of lights somewhere. I like uh, the idea of a nutcracker. I don't think I can can commit to several of them. Yeah, just one. I wish I could be a, like a nativity scene kind of gal, but I don't have any space for that. Too many pieces. Um, I like a Christmas tree. That's a given, and then maybe a few poinsettias. Oh, I love poinsettia. Yeah. yeah, living decoration. Then for Thanksgiving, I think you can get away with a few gourds, which last for a long time. Yeah. So those can k- kind of go over into the Christmas decor. Yes. Yes. Um, you know maybe what? some candles and some candles. I love candles and some candles. <laughs> I love that. So lady journey. We need candles and then we need candles. We're going to need a few more candles. A lot of candles. Absolutely. <laughs> So I can't think of what I was going to say after the second can- candle, first candle. Well, candles are so hoogie. hoogie. Maybe like a Christmas blanket, which we saw during our TJ Maxx expedition. We yeah. went to TJ Maxx lately. T- check out our social media for some of our videos. That's where I was thinking. I was like, that's when we talked about dupes earlier. You guys just go to TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Home Goods for your Christmas decor. Oh yeah, get cheapos. They have amazing. There's it's no need for West Elm. Yeah, like a wicker Jesus. You I know. I do have to say, my friend Catherine has a wreath that I'm really jealous about, and she got it on Etsy. And it's this girl that took vintage ornaments and kind of glued them Ooh. all around. Like there's that old timey Rudolph the reindeer, and then the baubles, and then I was like, I really want mm. that. I love so that. So you can get decor on Etsy, I believe. And then, yeah, just hit like the, ch- and then thrifting. Thrifting. I think I love, I love natural decor. So I, c- I never am at my home for Christmas. Like I think I'm leaving like December 16th and then I won't be back until after Christmas. So I never do a tree, but what I am going to do like for seasonal now, I'm going to have like big bowl of apples. I yes. have a bunch of little pumpkins, which I'm eventually going to eat. Usable decoration. Usable decor. But I do love, I love a Christmas tree because it's like, it, you know, it's a, you're giving money to an industry. It's all like mom and pop, these places. You know, yes. it's like a, a hot guy at a stand. Also love that. It's, oh, it's hello, white sir. guy in dreads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas tree man. Santa's <laughs> helper. I love the scent of a Christmas tree. Yes. A fresh tree when you come in the room and it's like, smells so good. But can I tell you, I had, I got a Christmas tree one year when I wasn't, uh, Joe didn't, we didn't live together and I was by myself and it's, it is the loneliest activity is when you drag your Christmas tree by yourself. Yeah. It's, it's a little, 
tough <laughs> I can imagine where you're setting your Christmas tree up by yourself like uh, um, what's that song it's like have yourself a merry little Christmas it's like oh my god that song was so depressing <laughs> and I never have yourself a merry little Christmas like oh my god I'm pouring like uh, aspirin into my freaking martini like no I always had that too with the peanuts Christmas I oh, was like oh so sad why is it so sad <laughs> No, but I, I, people love peanuts and I do too, but I swear to God, every time it comes on, I'm like, why is this the most depressing thing? I just picture like a gunshot right afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. Charlie Brown is like really depressed. He's not doing okay. He's not. And also, doesn't it feel like a lot of Christmas movies aren't full of joy? There's something about the holidays and I think it like harkens back to childhood trauma where it's like, I just feel very in a heightened state of emotion the entire time. And it's like the wrong, like, Christmas song or something it just triggers me and it's like and now I am fully sobbing (laughs) sobbing and I'm not okay and I am in Macy's I'm waiting to sit on Santa's lap like even it's something that it just takes you back to being like three years old and like Santa's like weird and you don't like it he's like in a fisheye lens he's like what are you on for Christmas little girl I don't feel safe and you're like you're weird. Yeah, get away. Why are you doing this job? Yeah. <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Yeah, they're, that's the problem. I think that's why the, the seasonal depression or they th- say like suicides happen a lot during the holidays. Yeah. And I think I'm like, we just need to have it more cheerful. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of sadness in the holiday themed music. And less, less like family stuff. Well, like Christmas Story, I'm like, that's a depressing movie to me. It's very traumatic. Yeah. Santa's like scary. (laughs) Santa's scary. Like their Christmas is destroyed by the neighborhood dogs. Like the whole thing about there's There's gun violence. Like it's just scary. A bully. Yeah. He's being bullied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's kind of the whole time it's under his uh, POV that you're like, this kid is so alone. He's yeah. The mom is out of touch. The dad, the dad. He's no he's one's changing the with him. Car yeah. and he says fudge, yeah. quote unquote. And then like the family turns against him. Like we had that on every year. My dad always like it is a funny movie. Dad's it's comedic. Love it. Dad's but love it. There is an element of like this is horrifically sad. I put it in the category of like I always thought Roseanne was a really funny sitcom, but there's also like. When it's on, I don't know why. I'm like, because that's a very sad family. Yeah, they're yeah. very dysfunctional yes. in Roseanne. There's like weird enmeshment trauma. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's I think another thing about like Christmas too. It's like where you you have another life, you're with, you, and then you go back to your family and then you do regress. You know, yes. you regress to a place where you're like in high school and you're like fighting with your cousin. And it's just like it's yeah. so much weird stuff comes up at Christmas. And that's why decor <laughs> I was just gonna you need decor and so you covered it up you covered it up cover it up with a wreath with tinsel and you make sure that no one knows there's sadness in that house <laughs> <laughs> a simmer pot doesn't smell like sad in here well I do think like I and I talked about this last year in our Christmas episode like I took over cooking for my mom on Christmas Eve which was a huge thing because it's like oh yeah you you know you get to be an adult and then it's like the Christmas vibe has got to be more relaxed yeah 
and sometimes it's hard like in a family dynamic where it's like you know you want everything to be perfect for your the family and this is like the only time you're gonna see each other and it just like a lot it gets so stressful and intense well yeah last Christmas I was just kind of joking with this I don't know why but we had put the Beatles documentary or that one that Peter Jackson just recolorized oh yeah yeah and you're like not only am I dealing with my family's depression I'm also dealing with George Harrison's depression (laughs) right now that it was a bummer and then the other thing too is like uh the amount of cooking that we were doing, there was no time to hang out because we were just doing dishes all the time yeah. in a stranger's house. Yeah. So we couldn't figure out where everything went. Yeah. That this year, I think we decided we're doing it at, in New York, but my sister's kind of hosting it. But she's also eats like a little bird. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, she can't be in charge of food. No. So my sister-in-law and I are looking into a catering. There's packages that you can get. That's great. And Whole we're doing foods. That. Yeah. Whole oh, foods. does it? Yeah, they have a I know they have a Thanksgiving one, but they have like everything comes. It's perfect. I think that's a great idea. Cuz you can't cook in a New York kitchen. My no. sister's also a light control freak like my mom that she can only do the stuff that I'm like if we can just bring it in and just pop it in the oven. And then put it on the table. So easy. Everyone can help themselves out and that'll just take away. So that is that is my plan and I'm bringing this to the group thread and I hope I'm not going to get any fucking pushback. Oh, and no. If I do, I am not coming. Yeah. <laughs> I am taking my tree. <laughs> uh, it's really fun to decorate your place when you have your family over too. Because it's like, you know, yeah. you're kind of making it nice for them. And meanwhile, I have nobody in my apartment. So I will I will do a strand of lights. I might do a tiny tree this year just for the smell. Yeah. But I love the thought of doing a poinsettia though. I did a poinsettia. I've got a, a fake poinsettia. Oh, that's fake right. Plants. I remember you had one here. Yes. And then here's the thing. I bought these branches from the stores where they sell the Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. They will sell other oh, Christmas. Oh, like the boughs. Yeah. Yes. They'll sell other like Christmas plant stuff. So I got these branches with the little red berries on them. Mm-hmm. Don't get those. Oh, okay. Never. I'm still picking up those little berries all over my apartment. And then anytime somebody lightly bumps into it, they all fall off the branch. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) That's fun. Or like, uh, it sounds like, was it mistletoe? No, it wasn't mistletoe. It was just like these long branches with the red berries. And I've seen them before. I've even seen them in nature. It's just like the berries will just fall off. Oh, no matter loose what. Loose berries. Yeah. And then. Um, That's not what you want. Your decor is just slowly falling apart <laughs> with your mental state as it gets closer to Christmas. You're like, what's that? Yeah, you're, so dec- like you have to decorate right up into the point, so no one knows. Yeah, yeah. I now, how about mistletoe? What's your feeling on that one? Uh, slight date raping. If it gets into the wrong hands, everyone's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mistletoe is dangerous. You don't want that at the holiday party, not no. at the work party. But that's also like a weird thing when we're talking about like how like uh, holiday stuff is very sad sometimes. Yeah, there's uh. Baby, it's cold outside. Everybody's claimed that that's like a date rapey song. Although people have gone back and forth on that song. Being yeah. Like, no, no, no. It's not. She wants it. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's mistletoe. Mistletoe. I. You can't argue about mistletoe. Yeah. Where it's like, eh, you have to kiss me. You're, no, I don't. Yeah. And you're no. my uncle. You're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Dan. <laughs> I um. I have to say though, mistletoe is kind of a cute one. If 
you're like you know with your husband yeah and you're like oh we're under the mistletoe like okay kissing nice. you know like yeah. that's that's what i think how mistletoe was meant to be used yes or you know like uh-oh like you're at a new you're in a new relationship and all of a sudden you have that little moment where it's like oh god we're under the mistletoe like Ooh. kissing yeah you know? but people misuse it gets in the wrong hands when a mistletoe falls into the wrong hands <laughs> it is a roofie oh i think that's a good place for us to end <laughs> the dark side of the holidays <laughs> i know i love this we started out talking decor and we really spun off into well, holiday that, depression that's who i am at a party i will come in with full of joy and end the conversation into date rape oh i love it choosing joy and then yeah. choosing to take it in the complete left turn <laughs> And taking it, it away. We're a myriad. Yeah. We are. M- lady journey. <laughs> <laughs>